Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We of course are following the story about the former Johannesburg mayor who came out quite literally guns blazing. Is this uh, is there a way to lay criminal charges? How does this work? Daniel Eloff is a director at Hunter Spiss. Daniel, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Howard. Lovely awesome. to be here. So, uh, what is first of all? I, I imagine you looked at uh, at this photo. You looked at the post. What's your initial thoughts on it? Yes, I mean, it's it's just such a sad time. I, I feel for for our entire world and sort of the the civilized world to be in, where you're confronted with tweets like this from former public officials. Um, I, I, this morning, uh, I thought. What's happening in Israel at the moment is probably the ultimate example of victim blaming, where um, you have this this majority of people who, at least I view it that way, the majority of people blaming Israel for what's happening uh, and people completely forgetting what sort of prompted the action and the response by Israel at the moment. Uh, Indeed, and uh, that is what's happening. And then uh, back home here, we have a former mayor who talks about supporting Mm -hmm. Hamas with his blood whilst holding a very, very Mm -hmm. intimidating weapon. Absolutely. Yes, and I mean, uh, the question obviously arises, and and most people, after I think after they saw the tweet, will be thinking, well, what what can be done legally to the former mayor of Johannesburg? And I mean, the the two potential things is is one is a civil law remedy, and the other is potentially a criminal law sanction that the former mayor might might face. Um, Civil speaking of civil law. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's a clear example of uh, a transgression of Peputa, the Promotion of Equality and Prevention of Hate Speech Act. Um, I mean, it, it's rather obvious to me. And then when you speak criminally, there's a strong argument, I think, to be made out that uh, it's incitement of public violence. Now, I think it's important that we, we recognize that the tweet on its own uh, might not necessarily comply with Section 17 of the Writers' Assemblies Act to, to fulfill all the requirements of it being public violence, because public violence, um, as, as a lot of viewers and listeners would know, um, is, is a very specific thing. But I don't think we can view that tweet in isolation because although he, he tweeted the, you know, the picture of himself standing with an AK and saying he stands with Hamas, that's not the only tweet that he's recently tweeted. On, on the 5th of November, he said and, and, um, tweeted death to the Zionist Israelis and its supporters. So, I mean, I, I don't know how much clearer and direct, uh, an incitement or, uh, um, you know, a, a request for violence there could be other than saying death to a particular group of people. And doesn't the fact that even if the words on that tweet, uh, when he says, I support them, Hamas with our blood or whatever he says, and we are Hamas and Hamas is us, even if the words in isolation might not be threatening, the fact that he's accompanied, he's, he's paired it with mm-hmm. a photo of him with a weapon of that nature, uh, surely would, yes. would uh, render it a, a threat? 
Absolutely. I mean, the, the point is when, when it comes to, to incitement of public violence, you have to look at the conduct of the accused along with the words spoken or published. So um, the conduct, I think this, this fits exactly into the conduct. It's not him just tweeting, uh, you know, a piece of text and putting it on social media. It's him tweeting the particular text with a particular photo, making a particular statement in light of previous tweets which he's, he's already made. Um, so, so clearly it it's, you have to view it uh, holistically. It, it, it's to me similar to what we're seeing uh, all over the world at the moment where people are quite disgustingly um, now making their profile pictures, uh, you know, these, these cartoonized versions of um, Hamas thugs uh, with paragliders, mm, somehow mm. viewing this as, 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 you know, this symbol of freedom. I mean, it's just absolutely ludicrous. It's, it, well, it's we, we live in such a strange world. It, it really is. It really is ludicrous. Who has locus standi here? Who can lay a charge? So that's the, the probably the biggest challenge to potentially the, the criminal route, at least, is the, the, the incitement for public violence is arguably not necessarily based in South Africa, which, which might make it more difficult. Mm. But uh, it's not as far-fetched to say that, uh, you know, that violence might arise here. I mean, South Africa has a significant Jewish population. Mm. Mm. Um, in fact, uh, uh, was it just last week where we saw the fracas between um, uh, Hamas protesters who disrupted a, a peaceful pro-Israel right. protest. So right. mm. it's not as far-fetched to think that, that it might, you know, uh, happen here in South Africa. But, I mean, when it comes to hate speech and perpuda, any person can go lay that charge and, and can um, accuse the former mayor of, of hate speech. And there, the, the test isn't necessarily geographically bound as uh, the, the crime of public violence might, or incitement of public mm. violence mm. might necessarily be. So what happens? I go down to the Sandringham police station and I lay a charge. Uh, what happens? What would happen then? Well, what's supposed to happen is it's supposed to be investigated. What will likely happen is uh, the same police who, who don't have the, the necessary, uh, you know, resources and will to even uh, – investigate murders or, or gender-based violence, they'll probably do nothing. But you can go down to the police station, lodge a complaint of incitement to cause public violence, and then it's supposed to be investigated. Um, if, if you want to go the civil route, you can uh, approach the Equality Court and you can file a complaint for hate speech or discrimination, and uh, then uh, you'll go through the entire legal process of, of an Equality Court complaint. And then potentially a, a, a second route that could be taken is similar to a route that um, Mr. Tim Flack has, has taken mm, where mm. you approach the, the Human Rights Commission and mm. you, you go to them and you say, well, this is a clear case of, of hate speech and incitement to, to violence and, and therefore um, um, discrimination. And you request the Human Rights Commission to, to respond to it. And it's going to be interesting to see how the Human Rights Commission responds to it because they are known to, to have proceeded with the investigations and, and approached the court for words that are arguably far less atrocious than what, um, what, what we saw in, in the tweet by Mr. Ahmad. Mm, mm, mm. Very, very interesting indeed. Uh, it'll be uh, fascinating to see what happens here. Um, I think it will, it uh, hopefully will uh, uh, go in some direction and try and deal with this sort of thing. Daniel Eloff, thank you as always, Director at Hunter Space, talking about the criminal charges potentially that can be laid against the Mayor Tabelo Ahmad for uh, the allegation of inciting violence.